Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Luke chapter 7 verse 36 is where we ended up last time. Verse 37, it says, And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner... When she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil. That's like a tongue twister almost for me. Alabaster flask of fragrant oil. And stood at his feet behind him weeping. And she began to wash his feet with her tears and wipe them with the hair of her head. And she kissed his feet and anointed them with fragrant oil. Now, I want you to understand, first of all, this woman was not invited. Okay, and, and so just to understand the context of how she got there and why she was there, she heard Jesus was in town. And just to set it so you, you kind of understand, because you know exactly how this would be. In all of the Galilean region, the internet was down. It was not operating at all. In fact, it had been out for weeks, right? And then there's no TV, and there's no radio, and there's no entertainment other than maybe somebody playing a flute every once in a while or a horn somewhere, you know? I mean, there wasn't really a lot of things to do in these Galilean cities. And so what they would do is if there was somebody in town who was important or there was something happening, everybody showed up. That's just the way it was. It wasn't like today where we just sit and stare at the wall where our TV is or listen to something on a podcast on our phone. They didn't have those things. They just had to kind of just do whatever was happening. And so if it was happening, they were there. And you remember when Jesus was in Capernaum and he was preaching in the house and there was a group of people who wanted to get their lame friend to Jesus. He wasn't lame personality-wise. He was literally... Couldn't walk. Sorry. I don't mean to be so punchy this morning. But they couldn't get past the crowd because everybody wanted to cram in to hear what Jesus was saying. And so they literally went up onto the roof and broke up the tiles of the roof and let him down. And this would have been no different. Simon the Pharisee invites him to his house. Everybody, they would have opened the doors. They would have opened the windows. Everybody would have been crowded around this house, coming into the house, standing where they could stand so that they could watch Jesus eat with this Pharisee and hear what he had to say. It seems kind of creepy, but that's just the way that it was in those days. And, and everybody would come in and crowd in. And so this woman makes her way in to where Jesus was, right in front of Jesus. And she was not, again, not invited, and she wouldn't have been a welcome guest in the home. But you also have to understand something about hospitality. If Norm would have done this, you know, gone and borrowed butter in, in first century Galilee, would have been totally okay. You know, come right in, Norm. My house is your house. Me casa, su casa. You come in. You have your butter. You, no problem. I'm not going to come to your door and say that's wrong. You know, that's the difference of the culture. And so if somebody comes into your house or somebody comes to your house in the Middle East, still even today, and in, in, in a lot of cultures in the world, you just invite them right in. And it doesn't matter if they're your enemy. You invite them right in and you treat them with the greatest hospitality. They are under your protection. They are under your roof. Just to give you an illustration of this, there was a pastor in the city of Holmes, Syria. 
And he was driving through town. There had been bombs, a lot of bombs had gone off, of course, lots of fighting between Israel and, and the Hamas and Syria and you know, lots of Christians being persecuted. And they drove to their church and they saw their church was completely bombed out, like completely gone. And he's like, man, my daughter got married here and this is just so heartbreaking to see my church completely destroyed. Well, right then he got a text message and he pulled his phone out and it was an old neighbor of his. He'd had to flee the city. He was just coming back to check on things. And it was an old neighbor of his, an Alawite, and Alawite's a, a type of, you know, Sunni and Shiite and, you know, different Muslims, but Alawites are a type of Muslim. And, and the guy texted him, said, if I see you, I'm going to cut your head off. That was polite. And so he's, he's like, he tells his friend, he's like, you know, he lives right down the street here. Let's go to his house. And so they drive their little Mercedes Benz down there. They go to the guy's house. They walk up to the door and he's like, my friends. And he invites them in, and he offers them tea, and, and he's just like, how are you doing? And, you know, everything like this. And, and they have some pleasantries and whatever. But he treats him with the utmost respect and hospitality. Once he's in his house, he's under his protection. Now, this pastor got down on his knees, and he held his head out, and he said, I'm here, go ahead and cut my head off. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 I would never do that. You know, just, I mean, completely lying, but... But this is just how they are when you're under their home. And so because they were there, he says, I have a gift for you. And he pulls out a New Testament Bible and he sets it on the table and he's like, oh, and the pastor leaves. And of course, the Alawite guy, he, out of curiosity, reads the New Testament and gets saved. You know, praise the Lord, doesn't want to cut his head off anymore. But that's just the way hospitality was. So if there was a woman who came in, even if she was somebody who you didn't like, you would treat, if they were in your home, you'd treat them with hospitality. And that's just the way the culture was. And so all these people are coming in. She's under the protection of the hospitality. But she's gets, she positions herself right above Jesus' feet. Now, how is she positioning herself right above Jesus' feet if he's sitting at the table? We have to understand, it's not a table like, it's not like we think. You know, we think of table, we're sitting down, you have Thanksgiving, you have everybody sitting around, you're all facing each other. In the Middle East, even today sometimes, and, and especially back then, they had what they called a triclidium, which was a very short table. And it was kind of a U-shaped, and everybody would sit along the outsides, and there was these big pillows, and they would lean on their left arm, because you don't eat with your left hand in the East. You use that for the bathroom. You eat with your right hand, right? And so, you know, you're in India, you just learn to sit on your left hand right? Because you don't want to ever use that at the table. Anyway, they're eating with their right hand and their feet are tucked behind them and just kind of sticking out as they're just kind of leaning up to the table. And, and that's how at the Last Supper, John was leaning on Jesus's chest. Remember it says that John leaned his head on Jesus's chest and talked to him? That's because he was leaning like this and, you know, eating with his right hand from the table and dipping you know, sauces in the, the bread and stuff like that. Well, that's how this whole scene was. And so she's standing there above Jesus' feet. He's laying on the table. She's standing above Jesus' feet, and she begins to weep. And her tears begin to fall. And she's just overwhelmed with love and, and adoration towards Jesus. And tears start to fall, and they start to fall on Jesus' feet. Now, she's come there expressly for the purpose to take her oil which would have hung on a necklace just right here on, on the, in front of her stomach, just below her breast, a necklace with an alabaster flask filled with oil. And women would carry these around. It's a common Middle Eastern tradition, and especially Jewish women would carry these around. And they'd use some of this oil. I can't remember the name of it. I looked it up. But this oil to freshen their breath and also to perfume themselves. But it only takes a, just a tiny amount to do that. 
And she takes this entire jar and she dumps it on Jesus' feet as she's weeping, wiping his feet with her hair, cleaning his feet with her tears, and kissing his feet. Quite the display. Now, that's not something that was normal. That's not something that people normally did within the Middle Eastern tradition. However, they did wash each other's feet. Now, I know in our culture, unless you're a woman who's in a pedicure chair, you probably don't want somebody to touch your feet, right? I mean, it's just odd to us, you know, and yet it's kind of a beautiful thing. But in those days, when you came to somebody's house, you wore sandals, your feet got dirty and yucky, and, you know, and there was, they didn't, you know, they didn't have cars, they had horses, and horses leave emissions. And so you're walking on paths, and you got yuck on your feet, and so they'd wash your feet when you got to the house that's something that they did. This was over the top. What she's doing for Jesus is really over the top. Verse 39, it says, now when the Pharisee who invited him saw this, he spoke to himself. Translation, he mumbled under his breath, saying, this man, if he were a prophet, would know what manner of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. This was his purpose for bringing Jesus to his house, to show that he wasn't a prophet. He wasn't somebody important. And, and that's kind of his heart towards us. He says this under his breath, but now in his mind, I'm convinced this, this Jesus, this man who, who claims to be a prophet, w- couldn't be a real prophet because he would never let a woman of this caliber touch him. And you have to understand, Simon, it wasn't that Simon knew she was a prostitute because she had previously been hired by him. It wasn't that. He could see that she was dressed like a prostitute and she had her hair down. Of course, she's, she's wiping Jesus' feet. And in that culture, you wore your hair down. That was, that was a sign that you were a prostitute. Not to say anything for our culture today. It doesn't translate over, so don't worry, ladies. But that was, that was basically the thing. If they, she wore her hair down, she wore the certain clothes. He knew who she was. In fact, maybe he saw her in the city, in the district where the prophet, prostitutes were. And so it's very likely he knew of her. Maybe she was notorious. But whatever the case is, she was a prostitute. And Simon himself would never have anything to do with this woman. In fact, Pharisees were, were likely to take their cloaks and hold them tightly around themselves so that they wouldn't touch anybody who might be unclean or a sinner and especially not a Gentile. They did not want to touch anybody or put, defile themselves in any way by the people around them. And so this is his heart. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, Call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.